You're listening to The Eye of the Survivor with Tanya G.J. Prince. So, uh, here's a quick and mild trigger warning that, listen, if you've got some, if you're a survivor of abuse or something and you've got some things to get done in the next 24 hours, maybe this isn't the recording for you right now and I want you to listen to it, so maybe listen to it a little later. Alright guys, alright, but you know I'm gonna, you know I'm gonna keep it respectable. So anyway, there's a, uh... A lot of controversy and conflict, uh, pain, and um, man, so much anger, um, so much justified anger, um, worry, concern around the Supreme Court decision um, around abortion rights. Uh, but I wanted us to keep this in mind. Um, because I saw a someone who's well known amongst at least in the black community and very possibly other communities as well suggest that uh, that there's no such thing as forced uh, pregnancies because there's no such thing as forced sex hmm. and I immediately thought this came to mind that when I was 13 years old and I began menstruating and I remember that night, I had I, I had an idea of what was happening, but I was a little confused because what I had read about was now happening to me. And I'm just like, wait, wait, you know. And I go and I, I'm, I'm astonished would be the best word, astonished. And so I run and I tell my mom. And the adult male who had been raping me unbeknownst to her, who had been raping me was also in the room in that living room with her and so she and I are in a flutter and a flurry and my mom is you know uh, uh, I guess uh, equally astonished and at the same time it's bittersweet for her and she's you know verbalizing that she's saying you know oh my little girl is not a little girl anymore and you know all that stuff and uh, so she and I are just, you know, having a moment. And in the midst of that moment, the adult male who had been violating me has this look on his face. It's a look of, it's not a happy look, I'll tell you that. It's a look of maybe a little anger. Um, he's in his own world. Even with all this flutter going on, he's, he's not looking at me. He's not looking at my mother. Um, yeah, very detached. And, and, and I, you know, it would take me, because I'm a kid, it would take me a long time to figure out what that word really meant. And basically it meant that he, for him, that was the end of him ever touching me again because um, there could be, now I could get pregnant and everyone would know, you know? So for me, that's how that went. But for many, 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 many other uh, women and girls, that is not the way that goes. Um, that is not the way that goes at all. 
And so I want us to think about them as I read you this. And this is written, um, this is taken from Methodist Pastor David Barnhart. I saw these words today and I, you know, I, I thought it was time for us to make sure that in our talking, in our expressing, in our vocalizing, that we make sure that we do a great deal of listening. So Pastor Barnhart has this to say. The unborn. The unborn are a convenient group of people to advocate for. They never make demands of you. They are morally uncomplicated. Unlike the incarcerated, addicted, or the chronically poor. They don't resent your condescension or complain that you are not politically correct. <laughs> Unlike widows, they don't ask you to question patriarchy. Unlike orphans, they don't need money, education, or child care. Unlike aliens, they don't bring all that racial, cultural, and religious baggage that you dislike. They allow you to feel good about yourself without any work at creating or maintaining relationships. And when they are born, you can forget about them because they cease to be unborn. You can love the unborn and advocate for them without substantially challenging your own wealth, power, or privilege. Without reimagining social structures, apologizing, or making reparations to anyone. They are, in short, the perfect people to love if you want to claim you love Jesus, but actually dislike people who breathe. Prisoners, immigrants, the sick, the poor, widows, orphans. All the groups that are specifically mentioned in the Bible. They all get thrown under the bus for the unborn. And this was written by Methodist Pastor David Barnhart. Now, though we can certainly disagree with some you know, terminology. I don't know the date this was this was written or stated. We we may, you know, quibble back and forth about such, you know, words, this and that. I, I hope we understand the sentiment that the abortion rights issue directly impacts girls and women. And those are the people who must be centered. They must be named. And in that, we must never say, well, we're not going to say women. We're not going to say girls. 
because that that takes the very people who are most impacted most directly out of you know the the, the center of that this most impacts any female who is able to get pregnant that's who this mostly impacts period period because you're you're talking about uh, a person's life and how it's impacted their body how it's impacted their own health we have a maternal health crisis going on especially amongst black women so you know it can it can be a life-threatening a life-threatening thing so uh, finances all of that most impact any future pregnancies any of that most impacted so whatever wherever you come down in your opinion and your thoughts we must always be working to make things better for all peoples um, particularly women and girls and keep them in mind and keep them at the center and at the forefront of all of this thanks for listening all right guys Thank you for listening. Abundant blessings.